Welcome to Cut the Crap with You Doll, where we cut the crap from your personal and professional relationships through tough, tantalizing, transforming conversation and coaching. Now, here's your host, You Doll. You've reached the Old Navy Holiday Happy Helpline. Huge news. Old Navy's Black Friday sale just got extended for one more day. That means 50% off your entire purchase today and tomorrow. Get 50% off your entire purchase in stores for one more day. Old Navy's biggest sale of the year is too good to miss. Get 50% off every gift on your list and your entire purchase. Get down to Old Navy tomorrow to save 50% off. Hang up now and run to Old Navy. Valid 1125 through 1126. In stores only. Excludes clearance, gift cards, register, land items, jewelry, and today only deals. your host and coach. And our topic this evening is True Rest, A Secret to Successful Relationships. And I'm sure some of you all are wondering, hmm, rest, relationships, you know, how does that connect? Well, we know we today we live in a busy, busy, busy world. And sleep and rest actually impact how we feel, how we respond to situations and so forth. So we're really going to take a look tonight at how our rest actually impacts our relationships at work and impact our relationships at home. In a few minutes, we will be joined by our guest, uh, Mr. Dan Powell uh, of Intentional Resting. Out uh, an actual rest method that he has developed. And he will take us through the method, give us a, a sample of it and so forth, and we'll talk more about the actual impact of sleep and rest on relationships at home and at work. Now, this particular topic actually came to mind uh, primarily because of something actually that I'm going through and my son's going through as well. Like, so for, for instance, I actually start my day Monday through Friday at 4.45 a.m. I start at 4.45 a.m. because that is the way that I can get everything done, you know, in the day's time, including uh, getting my son up and ready, going to school, exercising, getting off to working with my clients and so forth, and actually then, of course, doing dinner, et cetera, et cetera. And up until approximately maybe 12 a.m. that I'm up. And I discovered in actuality through my doctor that I was sleep deprived, not actually getting enough sleep in order to perform at my most efficient and so forth. So I discovered that because I was actually falling asleep on my computer. So I had lots of Z's and S's and other letters going across the screen you know, and I saw that after I woke up, after obviously having taken a quick nap on the computer keyboard. 
So after going to the doctor and uh, we had a funny conversation in which I said thing wrong. You know, I I keep finding that I'm falling asleep and I'm waking up and I don't even remember falling asleep and I've, you know, got all these letters across my computer screen. Now, I'm the time I go to bed, she said, well, don't you, you just realize that you're just actually sleepy. <laughs> you should have, you should go to bed. Your body's actually, you know, ready for sleep. So if you went to bed, you'd be fine. Uh, don't stay up to 12, get the eight hours of sleep a night, and you probably will not fall asleep at your computer anymore. Well, I looked her, at her really strange, but I decided that maybe she was right, and Maybe I needed to actually get more sleep, and I did. I actually tested her theory and added more hours of sleep to my routine each night and discovered that, lo and behold, I think she was actually right, (laughs) that I actually needed more sleep, of course, which gives me more rest, and therefore I stopped falling asleep at my computer screen. So it worked, believe it He will actually be talking even more about how we can actually get rest while we're awake even, not just while we're asleep. How does this impact us sometimes at work and home? And and I'm going to use my son also as an example because over the past couple of weeks or so, I've been receiving phone calls from school about how he is falling asleep in class. And, of course, he is a typical teenager. One thing that teenagers often try to do, and I have to remember my teenage years, is that, you know, they want to stay up late at night and talking on the phones with their telephone with their friends and uh, listening to music on his iPod, you know, and all of those things are accumulating into a lack of sleep and rest, and he's dozing in class. He's trying to make up for it in class, or at least his body's trying to make up for it in class. And um, that um, with less sleep, we're definitely more irritable. Um, we, like he falls asleep in class, I was falling asleep at the computer. Uh, we both become moody. Oftentimes, he definitely becomes moody um, when he doesn't have sleep. He ends up for uh, he's fourteen, and interestingly, he ends up having these really huge dark circles under his eyes. And so I can tell immediately when he'd stayed up past his bedtime. He's unfocused. He performs poorly in class because he's not participating, because he's drifting off, and, of course, the teacher's calling me. So we have all those things going on. So just as with a teenager and it impacts the teenagers in the classroom, it very much impacts us the same way in the workplace. And, of course, it impacts the, um, the relationships at home as well. So both of us not having enough sleep, that means that we're more short-tempered with each other, uh, uh, the uh, – Tolerance level is much less, and so forth. How we relate to each other. <clears throat> so, um, thank goodness I'm actually paying attention to the doctor, and now I have to get him to pay more attention to me and learn that even though he's much younger than I am, he actually still has to have quite a bit of sleep. So, the toll on sleep. A lost sleep in America is just not you all lost sleep or my son's lost sleep. It's a huge sleep deprivation situation in the U.S. And I found some information I thought that was absolutely amazing, very interesting. So today, about 20% of Americans report that they get less than six hours of sleep on average. 
the number of Americans that report that they get eight hours has decreased dramatically. And that's primarily, of course, because we're a 24-7 society. Um, there are more opportunities to do things other than sleep. We've got 24 hours. A lot of people are working longer shifts. And, and we're talking, of course, we have people who are on shift work that work all kinds of hours around the clock. But also those people who may be doing nine to five or doing just one shift, they're finding that we're bringing work home. So you're working past the usual work hours. And then, of course, depending on where you live, you may have a long commute, which also adds to the hours that you have to be awake. So you're getting up earlier maybe to do a long commute. And then, of course, you're getting home later and then staying up later maybe to do those things that you have to do at home and so forth. So how we live is definitely impacting how we actually sleep. Um, there's a, a doctor at the uh, Sleep Disorder Centers at St. Boniface Hospital Research Center. Uh, he indicates that sleep deficit, that our sleep deficit is related to too much caffeine, nicotine, alcohol. Doctors also indicate that, of course, sleep is very important to our health. It's not just about um, not falling asleep at a computer or, and so forth, but your health and how you heal. I'm Udall Deolio, your host and coach. And with us is our guest, Dan Powell. Hello, Dan. Hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I, I want to tell you, our, our listeners a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. Dan is the founder of the Intentional Resting Method, an amazing, simple, revolutionary way to reduce stress, enhance healing, Calm overworked adrenal glands, experience inner stillness, and instantly bring yourself into in O, the Oprah magazine, and other major newspapers and publications in three continents. He's shown thousands of people all over the world how they can move from stress to rest in 30 seconds or less while they're awake. Wow, I can't wait to hear that. And his unique approach to rest has been described as revolutionary by some. And Jack Canfield, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, said it's so simple and it works. Now, Dan is located in Salt Lake City, Utah, and he maintains a practice where he teaches people how to access access more rest in their bodies and weave international resting into their daily lives for success and healing. And his intention is to revolutionize our approach to rest so we can rest while awake and provide an easy tool to use for the rest of our lives. Uh, he does a lot of teleconferences, he does public speaking engagements, and he's uh, reaching out to millions of people about how to rest, and we're so happy that he's able to with uh, his approach to intentional resting. So welcome, Dan. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, so appreciate that. That's a lot of words to read, isn't, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and, Re- and revol- revolutionize your approach to rest. Uh, like a, that's just a lot to say. Tongue <laughs> twister. <laughs> well, you yes, know what? But... You know what, Dan? Though it may be because I haven't had enough rest. So, um, <laughs> so you know, one thing that I've definitely been noticing in all of my research about rest is that. Uh, it impacts, of course, how you perform. <laughs> so, therefore, I'm looking at the time. Uh, being here, I'm on the East Coast time. It's 9:21, you know, our time for having the radio show. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, what time did I get up this morning? How much sleep did I get last night? I was at a wedding last night. I didn't get home until about one o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
because I need rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I really want to start our uh, conversation by your actually doing a distinction for us between sleep and rest, because I was giving our audience some information about sleep deprivation and so forth, and you know, various statistics about how we're a sleep-deprived society. But And I equate oftentimes, and as many people I believe equate, sleep with rest. You know, I go to sleep, I'm resting, but I'm finding in my research that that's not necessarily true. So what's the difference between sleep and rest? Um, I think it's the state of being. It's a state of how your body is interacting with itself. You see, because you can go to sleep and be in this frenetic energy and not be able to get rest. But if you can be in the world in a rested state, you're, you're in the rested state and your body's alive. You're, you're in the state of rejuvenation. And so there's a, a, a huge distinction there. Oh, okay. Okay, so I sleep, but I may not be resting, but mm-hmm. I can rest without sleeping. Now, does that mean I can do less sleep if I can rest during the day without sleeping, though? You can, but I don't recommend it. But it's okay, possible. Okay. I, I know I have people that uh, that use my method that have said that they require less sleep because they're sleeping more soundly. And, oh. um, in fact, they're, getting, they're sleeping for six hours because they just wake up uh, rejuvenated, uh, which is different than when they used to sleep eight or ten hours and wake up exhausted. Oh, okay. Because if I sleep eight hours, I actually do feel exhausted. I, I wake up and yeah. I'm like, why? And if I do a nap for 30 minutes during the day, which some people say you should do, I feel exhausted when I do that 30 minutes. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it could be how you relate to that and what happens during that time frame. Um, there are some really cool and unique techniques that I can share with you about that. Um, but, the, the, you know, there's such, there's such a difference between um, – I've, I've shared a lot of people and coached a lot of people about through resting, through sleeping, and, and uh, it's it's more how they get their body in the, the state, like what kind of a state do they get into before they go to sleep. For example, if you're thinking about a call the next day or if you're thinking about asking for an, uh, a raise at work or something like that, and you take that with you to bed the night before, Mm-hmm. You're going to that stress. You're going to just stew in that juice all night long, right? And, and you won't be able to obtain any rest. Okay, okay, understand that. That's usually what will happen with me. <laughs> that I'll be thinking about everything I have to do the next day. I'm going through my calendar when I go to bed. Yes. And yeah. So that's that's so. From now on, you can remember that when you do that before you go to bed, then what you have just set yourself up for is to do calendaring all night. And hopes that in the next day you're going to wake up refreshed. Okay. I need to change that immediately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, not look at the calendar, nor to-do list. Not, okay. This, okay. So you're going to have to show us how to empty our mind here. Yeah. Well, well there are some great other techniques. I have a, a, something that's very unique that I want to share with your, you and okay. your audience. But the, the thing is that it's, it's, it can be really effective um, I don't know about calendaring, but it can be very effective if you write down what's on your mind before you go to bed. Like if you're thinking about, oh, I've got to remember to take out the garbage and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's really effective to write those things down. And and, and so um, on a to-do list if you want, so that it's off of your mind and, and 
and you can pick it up tomorrow. Well, that is one. That's a very effective technique, and a lot of people who talk about how to get to sleep, they kind of teach those techniques. That ne- isn't necessarily what I teach, but it very can be very effective. So okay. don't discard the to-do list like, okay, I've got to do this, 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 and then basically be able to take that piece of paper and set it aside so that you can say, now I don't have anything to think about. I can just go to sleep. Okay, great. Wow. So why is rest, <laughs> why is rest so important to our bodies and minds? Well, um, they've, they've done a lot of research about this and about sleep and the relationship between sleep and rest. And um, a lot of people think that uh, resting is about something that they're going to do later. It's something that they think they're going to do when they go to sleep. Um, but, um, see, the, the state of being, the rested state of being, affects everything that we do. It affects our relationships. It affects how we interact with ourselves. It affects how we interact at work. Uh, if we're not rested, if we're uh, – most people, when I see them, have, are experiencing a lot of stress or what I call frenetic energy. And this frenetic energy is kind of like a uh, – it's like a, a, a vibrator inside of our body, so to speak, where it, it just heightens all our nervous systems all the time. Oh. So we're, we're walking through the world – in this state of this, with our nervous system, our adrenal glands are activated and firing. And so they're kind of burning our bodies. They're kind of, um, that's, they're burning this out. And so people, when they experience adrenal fatigue and, and uh, exhaustion and some of these things that seem to be coming up in the world, anxiety, uh, what ha- what's happening is their bodies are being exhausted while they're doing their activities during the day. And it's from oh. this frenetic, stressful energy. Wow. Okay. So, so if we if we can invite people into the state of rest, you can do those same activities through the day, and have your energy not be so stressed out. Okay. So do the same. So it's not about doing less activities. It's about having a state of being while we're doing those activities. Yes. Yes, I, I shared this with a, a friend of mine that for Tucker about, you know, I shared many times, and, and she kept thinking she's going to have to do less and less and less, and she's very active. And I said, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how do you do it? What is the energy when, when you're doing it? Like you can plan your activities at night if, if it's restful and you're having fun and you're enjoying it. But if you're stressed out and you're doing your details and you're planning before you go to bed, then that's the energy that you're going to take to bed with you. So it's, kind of, it's, more, it's more like how do you move through the world? That's, that's what I'm focusing on with my work is how does anyone move through the world in a, and do their activities in a, state of, in a restful state so that um, they're not burning out their adrenals, they're not uh, being stressed out all the time. Okay, but then I have a question. What about this whole uh, thing about we are a 24-7 society, we're so busy, 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 and that even parents have their kids activity after activity after activity. So if we're really going to have rest, shouldn't we give up some of those activities as well? Sure. You know, you can – there are different things that you can do here. It's not – you know, if you're, if you're starting your day at 5 o'clock in the morning and you're going full blast until 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going to burn yourself out and, and – and uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how much my method will help with that. It will help some, but yeah, you've got to you know you've got to kind of balance like your activities and become more aware. Uh, to me, it's becoming more aware of what's happening in your body. 
Okay. So, so if you're if you're becoming exhausted, you have to notice what what is your body telling you? Because all my work is about being in the body. Because when I'm in my body and I can feel my body, and I can you know you know how you can feel when you're getting stressed out. Yes. Uh, tight oh, shoulders. Mm-hmm. Tight shoulders. When I shared this with thousands of people, they have all of these things. They they know instantly the, almost the first thing that they notice. Like some people have say their belly gets tight and tight shoulders and all that. Well, when you notice that hap- is happening, what do you do? Most people just go, okay, I've got I've got to hurry, and they keep pushing through to get <laughs> done. They completely yeah. ignore that what's happening is their body's trying to tell them, you know what, you need to take a break. Go go get a drink of water. Take a breath. You know, something like that. So the more that we can become aware of what's happening in our bodies, it's kind of like we have to follow that lead. Okay? I just our audience didn't think that, oh, wait a minute, I can stay up till 2. I can actually do activities from, you know, 8 till 2 and because I can use your method <laughs> and get away with it. <laughs> I've, I've had people say that, oh, boy, I can do that. And I, I say, well, you can if you want, if that works for you. But I don't necessarily recommend that, you know. If it, and, um, uh, that's not my intent with the method. <laughs> my intent with the method is to to enjoy, you know, whatever time that you're choosing to spend awake, that you're in your body, that you're you're moving through the world in a in a uh, restful state, so that you can actually relate to yourself, and then you can relate to other people. Okay, excellent, excellent. So, can you please share this method with us? This intentional you, resting. Intentional resting method, yes. Yes, please share that with us. Okay, all right. The easiest way that you can understand this and, and have an experience of it is to uh, pick an area of your body right now that you might notice that's tight or in pain. Oh, okay. You know, could, could be your shoulders because if you're right now, you might be going stressing out a little bit, and your shoulders are coming up, or you might have a pain in your belly or arm or whatever. Okay. Okay. All right, so now that you've got one picnic, for this exercise and for the audience, just keep it to one. <laughs> Some people go, uh, three or four. No, just pick one for this exercise. I was actually okay. thinking a, ch- a couple. <laughs> okay, I'll take one. Okay, pick one. All right, so when, when a, most people, when they notice that they're having pain in their bodies, they, what they do and what we have been taught to do as a society is we get in our best willpower and our, our best fix-it persona and we Try to make it feel better. So go ahead and just try to will it and make it feel better and just notice what happens in your body. Okay, just notice. I've never had anybody once say, oh, wow, Dan, that really worked. <laughs> but so, so then when that doesn't work, um, what most people go to is to some form of ignoring it. And they think that if I ignore the pain long enough, it will go away. Okay, so just ignore it. Just just pretend like it. You don't have that soreness in your body, and just ignore it for a minute. Just for a couple of seconds here, and just notice. Okay. It's still there. All right. It's still there. Good. Now, what I want you to say is just say this phrase to yourself in your mind. Okay. Say this phrase. Say, I'm resting for, and then name that area. Now, for example, if your shoulders are tight, you can say, I'm resting for my shoulders now, and then just pause and just notice what you notice. 
resting from my feet now. You just notice what you notice. Okay? Okay. All right. I've shared this with uh, thousands of thousands of people. I know I've had some people who have completely dropped out of pain, out of uh, uh, interstitial cystitis and pelvic pain and all kinds of things that they've been in pain for 10 years by simply doing that exercise that we just did. But okay. some people, some people might have experienced it by simply a softening. If you notice the softening in the area. Yes, I did. I was actually. So it's the intentional focus. Is that it? It's the. It's not the focus. Okay. It's the choosing to rest. Intentional uh, okay. resting, as you so named yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's resting with intention. And what's your intention? To rest. It's not the, the intention isn't for the pain to go away. Because, see, if I'm resting for the pain to go away, I'm back in force. I'm back oh. in the energy. I'm back in the energy of I'm going to rest. You know why? I'm going to rest really hard and try to make this go away. Mm-hmm. So now you're back in the problem of the energetics of will and force, which is how we most people do their lives. Yes. Okay. Agreed. So, so the, the purpose of resting is saying, wow, I'm noticing that this area of my body is tight. Like next time your shoulders, you get really active and your shoulders are tight and your shoulders are coming up and you go, wow, I'm noticing I'm stressed. Just simply pause and say, wow, I'm choosing rest. Ah, I'm resting for my shoulders now. And notice what you notice. Give yourself, you know, 15 to 30 seconds. That's all you need. And what I'm looking for is a softening. That softening that you felt Yes. That's realigning the energetics of your body. Oh, okay. So this is based on our bodies are our body is energy. Yes. And we're yeah, okay, so we're we are actually working on the energy of the body as opposed to thinking about a physical body part. Yes. Okay. So and you don't have to be focusing what you're really doing is you're noticing that your an area of your body is tight. And you can simply just say, wow, I'm stressed out or it's it's in pain. And I just go, oh, I'm resting for that now for the sake of pure rest. Now, what about those uh, folks who are not body conscious? Because what I often find in my coaching is that sometimes I'm working with clients or rather oftentimes I'm working with clients who are actually not conscious of their body. They not be able to or were is the pain, and they may not actually be able to locate it. Well, they. Um, what I've found is that there's there's that situation uh, too, and a lot of people have ignored their pain for long enough that it, yeah. ha- it has become part of their existence. Yes. And so what what happens with this is um, you can do some other things. You can simply say, "I'm resting for my whole body now," and if you do that five times a day and take thirty seconds and pause. It, it will shift how your energetic, uh, the energetics of your, your body is doing. And people that have noticed this, like I, I've had people that um, have said like you, that you were mentioning that they're not very body conscious. And I've had people show up to some of my workshops and stuff, and they'll say, and they'll just, I'll say, okay, rest for this area of your body. And they'll, uh, they'll just go, this, this intentional resting doesn't work. I feel exhausted, right? <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be able to point out and say, 
dear or sir, you were exhausted before you got in here. <laughs> the, intens- the intentional resting just brought it to your attention where you actually are in relationship to rest. And they go, oh, you're right, I am exhausted. So they've been just running so fast so far when they start resting. There's, there, sometimes some people go, wow, I, I do feel exhausted. Or they might not know what's happening in their body, but the more that they start resting for their body, the more they start becoming aware of their body. You see, so many people have checked out of their bodies oh, yes. from, a ver- from a very early age. Yes, I agree. And so, so what's a simple way to get somebody into their body? To say, just feel into your body. Well, what does that look like? See, with the, this method, you can just say, gosh, I'm noticing my jaw's tight. Most people can go, you, is your jaw tight? Well, yeah, okay, I'm resting for my jaw now. Oh, do you notice that you have butterflies in your belly? Well, I don't know. Well, how about if you just try resting for it? It's, it's like I found people become more and more body aware the more and more that they're willing to choose rest. Okay. They start noticing. See, because once, once, see, if the whole body's actively firing, and oftentimes in relationships, um, the relationship, there's a, there's a firing between relationships. Like there's charges. These nervous systems get anxious and you know, people are bouncing off the walls against each other. Well, yeah. how do you stop some of that energy? Well, first you have, to stop noticing what, you have to start noticing what's happening in your own body. Some people are real conscious to it and some people aren't. But the, the more they start going, oh, I'm going to rest, it, it starts softening that that hypervigilant energy in the body that's keeping the patterns in place, see? Wow. So how long do do you have to do this? Uh, so if I'm on a party, how long should I do this? How often should you do it? How often and how long per session? So if, you, if I say I'm resting for my shoulders, how long should I be in that rest? You, uh, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Okay, see, the, the thing about it is is if you, if you try to force rest for, for longer states of being, um, oftentimes you go back into force and you start, oh. uh, uh, you start charging the body. There's kind of a, a cycle. If you notice when I said um, go ahead and rest for that area and I, and I said, okay, rest for it now, and then there was about a 15-second, 20-second pause, and I said, okay, now. And that was enough time for your body to feel that softening. Okay, thirty seconds. That's not long. No. So if you did this five times a day, you're talking about two and a half minutes in a day. So five times a day for thirty seconds a day, and I should be, <laughs> I should, you. and I should feel rejuvenated. You will start. You will start shifting the energy of your body, and you will start feeling more rejuvenation. Now, this is the way that I would talk about doing it. It's like, it's like the body. Once you decide to rest, like right now, you rested for what you rested for. Okay. And in 15 or 20 minutes, something else might come up. Like I might notice my jaw is getting tight or something. Or uh, you might get butterflies in the belly. You might get a call from somebody, from a boss, and all of a sudden you get panicky. You feel stressed in your body. Mm-hmm. Well, in that moment, you just go, oh, I'm noticing that I feel these, I'm scared. I feel butterflies in my belly. So at that point in time, you can say, I'm resting for my fears now, or I'm resting for my belly now. So it's 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 what what starts happening is it becomes a way of walking through the world where you're actively, consciously choosing rest time and time again. So you might like, well, I, there might, I might rest for myself 30 or 40 times in a day. 
as I notice, it's more like I, I become, um, I start noticing more what's happening in my body, and I'll go, uh, I'll, for example, like I might be taking a walk. Okay. And while I'm walking, you see, this is an active, uh, this is um, something that you can do while you're active. So if you're oh, walking good. along and you notice you notice your hips starting to bother you or your knee is bothering you, you can simply keep walking as long as it's not grinding and it's creating excruciating pain. But if it's kind right. of annoying, mm-hmm. you can simply say, oh, I'm resting for my knee now or I'm resting for my hip now and keep walking. I shared this with uh, more than one. I've had a, about a dozen marathon runners now that their knees were bothering them bad and they thought they were going to have to quit running. And I said, just do this, and they, they've done it. And what's happened is within about five steps, the pain goes away. Okay, so I don't actually have to stop and pause and do it, but while I'm doing, while I'm active, I can do this. Yes, it's an active what? thing. Wow. It's amazing. You can pause if, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I can you pause? Can pause if it, you can pause if it feels like there's, you know, if you want to pause, it's, there's nothing bad about it, but you can still keep going. With the marathon runners, they they were able to just keep going there, okay. and it, uh, like I I kept walking, and um, my, the first time I did this, I was kind of blown away. It was so cool. Because remember, my body actually I could feel how I was walking. It, it shifted, the the way that I was walking shifted. Okay. Now and that see and that took the, and the way that I was walking because it became softer. Mm-hmm. It it required less less energy, and my as my body softened, it kind of went into its natural gait, its natural flow, energetically, and the muscles kind of can soften around it. You know how when sometimes when you get something sore, everything gets agitated around it, and it gets sore and sore and sore. Yes. Well, see when we when we rest for it, that shifts that. Okay, excellent. So this is the way to rejuvenate yourself, particularly uh, when you're at work and when you're at home, but I want our audience to make sure it's a way of rejuvenating yourself, but as Dan was saying, it's not necessarily a replacement for sleep uh, at all, but it's definitely a way of when you're doing activities and working all during the day, it's a way of getting you out of stress, of giving you additional energy. Uh, however, I still it's not quite something, though, like if you're feeling sleepy in the car, it's still not something necessarily that a help you with that is it is that something that can help uh, you there it, it definitely can okay um if if you you see because oftentimes when you're when you're in the car driving it just depends on the circumstances you can just say uh, the other phrase i i wanted to bring to your audience i sometimes will say i'm resting into something like into oh. like uh, like i would say i'm resting into this drive now and it's 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 kind of funny to see and i've had so many people that are commuters and they get so stressed out in the commute so they instead of driving all stressed out they, they've got like a 45 minute commute so they'll say ah i'm resting into my commute today and they notice that their their energy is so soft so that when they get to work or they get home they're they've got that whole 45 minutes to be resting rather than being all stressed out Oh, great. That's, so that's a great way to uh, help your relationships at home by getting rid of that stress in between yes. before, before you even get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. excellent. The same um, way as when you're going into work, getting rid of the stress before you get to work so that you can be more productive right away. Yes. Uh, the, the, so you can, anytime you choose to, to 
the moment you say, I'm choosing to have this experience in a restful way, you're, you're shifting your energetic focus and the, your body into relating to itself in a different way. And you're choosing to have that next experience be in this, this rested way, and it's, it's calm. The nervous system doesn't have to be activated. The adrenals don't have to be fired. Um, you can use this like if you're going to go in at work and you're going to need to ask for a raise or something like that. You know, uh, I remember doing it before, before I had this method, and it's kind of stressful. You know, the butterflies get going, and you're like, yeah. I'm wondering what they're going to think or say. Well, what if you just stop for a moment and say, ah, you know, I'm, I'm resting into this conversation with my boss and i'm wondering how easeful it can go because you don't know wow how easeful you don't know how easeful it can be but if you're nervous you start and scared you start making up how it's going to be (laughs) it's kind of like you set the energetic stage of how it's going to, to be with your boss Okay, fabulous, fabulous. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back so you can tell everyone where to find your method and so forth. So hold on. Okay. Are you looking to get along with your coworkers? Are you looking for Mr. or Ms. Wright? Is your marriage in need of a tune-up? All About Relationships, LLC, is your guide for building, sustaining, and transforming relationships in the workplace and in the home space. In the workplace, All About Relationships works with executives and managers to fulfill their mission by finding their extraordinary leadership capacity. We work with failing organizational couples and dysfunctional teams by guiding them in transitioning their way of working together for greater productivity and functionality in the workplace. We work with and guide individuals to find their fit and their place where they can best contribute in organizations. We work with diverse organizations to fully utilize the diverse talents within. In the home space, All About Relationships helps premarital couples beat the odds by guiding them in building their foundation of togetherness skills for living a fulfilling and happy marriage. We work with divorcing or divorced individuals to navigate the emotional minefield by showing them how to let go and reclaim themselves for future relationships. We help single men and single women who are frustrated and tired of playing the game by showing them how to find their ideal love relationships. We work with women who seek to be strong in the midst of all that is happening in their lives by providing them with a process to reclaim their strength for taking effective action. Visit us at www.allaboutrelationships.us or call 888-843-9389. Once again, that's www.allaboutrelationships.us or call 888-843-9389. All About Relationships is the proud sponsor of Relationship Homework, the radio show, healing the world one conversation at a time. I'm Udall DeOlio, your host and coach, and with us is Dan Howard, who is our guest, and our topic of conversation is True Rest, the secret to successful relationships, and Dan has been telling us all about his uh, intentional resting method, which I think is actually fantastic because I don't like doing naps during the day, and now I've found a way to actually rejuvenate myself all during the day. So, Dan, tell our listening audience where they can find more information about the intentional resting method. Okay. I have a, my website is intentionalresting.com, and on there I have a lot of free stuff, uh, recorded calls, uh, about multiple different things. Um, you can find um, 
you can learn the method for free, what I sh- similar to what I shared uh, tonight on uh, YouTube. Just type in intentional resting. It will show up. I have a, a free guided resting track that I just completed and it just was put up on there. You can try. I have a, uh, you know, a bunch of CDs and stuff, but this is a sample of my work where I actually guide you through some of the resting tracks and sequences and you get a chance to experience it. And um, So those are the places that you can find out to, about my work. Okay, excellent, excellent. Thank you so much for joining us, and I will make sure I put a link out on my website to your site. Everyone, please uh, go out and try the method, because whether or not you're skeptical about this, I think suggest that you try it and see how it works for you. And then, of course, if you want to do some personal coaching with Dan, feel free to contact him on his website at www.com for one-on-one coaching about how to use this method and so forth. So thank you so much, Dan, for joining us, and we look forward to the good work you're doing in the future. Thank you so much. Okay, thank take you care. Thank you Bye now. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. So everyone, uh, so that was Dan Powell and uh, at www.intentionalresting.com. Uh, he was absolutely a wonderful guest. I ask that you please go out and try the intentional method. Uh, go to YouTube, as he said, to intentional uh, and put in intentional resting, and you will get the uh, sample of what he did for us actually on the show, as well as uh, he said he had some other information out there that are very useful. So what is your relationship homework for the show? Uh, on this topic of true rest, uh, the homework is to go out to Dan Powell's YouTube try the method. You know, for all you skeptics out there, give it a try, see how it works, and then cast your vote about it. But as he indicated during the show, if you do not uh, if you can't notice anything in the beginning, it's more than likely because you may not be as body conscious as you think you are. And as I indicated earlier during the show, oftentimes when I work with clients uh, as their coach, I've, and I do a lot of body work with my clients and energy work, I often find that people are not actually body conscious. And what I mean by that is that uh, We've become so uh, anesthetized, we're so busy and so forth that we just don't pay attention to what's going on with our bodies until our bodies actually scream very loud. And when I mean scream very loud, I mean that they, the body is more sick. Um, uh, something happens that breaks us down that we have to pay attention to the body. But usually during our day-to-day activities, our busy, busy lives, you know, we're thinking about all everything we have to do. We're thinking about other people, our work, and so forth, and we don't, we're not actually paying attention to what our body is telling us. It took me a while to actually focus on my shoulders showing up as being a stress point for me and a lot of work on paying attention to my body to be able to pinpoint it and notice it immediately when it happens as opposed to after a long period of time when I'm totally stressed out. So other homework, uh, this is part of the homework, uh, in addition to trying the method by going to YouTube, <clears throat> is I'd like for you to do, uh, to assess your, <clears throat> excuse me, your sleep deficit as well by asking yourself some questions. Um, am 
I often tired? And am I using caffeine to get through the day? Do I sleep well? Uh, and do you sleep throughout the night is one of the uh, barometers that you could actually look at. Or is it, are, are you having a restless sleep? Another question, do I wake up feeling refreshed? And you heard Dan and I talking about that um, because oftentimes I have awakened and I don't feel refreshed and I don't feel refreshed after short naps. Another is, do I get drowsy while driving, watching TV, or working on the computer, as in my case? Uh, do I go to bed at a regular bedtime? Uh, do I have a bedtime routine? Because oftentimes, uh, if you have a particular routine, your body gets used to that and will actually begin to feel sleepy because of your going through this routine. Uh, do you exercise? It's a very important exercise. Also helps the body rest. Another question is: Is your bedroom, is your my bedroom and bed a sleep haven? Uh, and a way to to assess that is: Are you working in bed? Are you eating in bed? Are you watching TV in bed? Those are no nos. And is your bedroom cluttered? Uh, we were talking about energy as a part of our conversation. Clutter takes away from your energy, it blocks energy, the flow of energy, and really having a cluttered bedroom impacts your sleep in a very negative way. Another question says, you know, I, I talked earlier about how so many of us, you know, our work doesn't end at our workplace. You know, we, we bring extra stuff home. And then for many of us who actually have home offices, uh, so often to that we can stay in that office for way longer than we that can really have an impact on your sleep. You know, find some way to close that office off. Uh, if you have to share the space, uh, have your computer and everything in a cabinet or uh, or something like that so that you can sort of close it off and separate it from the, the bedroom. You know, use a screen or anything to uh, differentiate your space for you. Another uh, thing that uh, Dan actually mentioned that I thought was great, and that and so we'll turn it into a question is, uh, you know, do you have things that are staying on your mind when you go to bed? And Dan gave an example of something to do is write down what's on your mind before you go to sleep. You know, so it's a good thing to have a journal or a pad beside your, your bed or on a nightstand where you can actually do that. If you find that you're really, really thinking about something, then take the opportunity to to write about it, get it on paper, and it is something that you can actually deal with on the following day as opposed to, um, you know, dealing with while you're sleeping. Because as Dan mentioned uh, earlier, uh, when I was giving the example of my to-do list and my calendars in my head when I put my head on the pillow, he says, then what you're doing is your calendar, cal- you're on the calendar all night or you're working that to-do list all night as opposed to getting a restful sleep. Okay. So that is your homework and uh, relationship homework for this show, uh, True Rest, uh, giving yourself, assessing your sleep deficit. Uh, we talked about how sleep is not the same as rest. However, a way to get Great rest is to sleep, but his uh, intentional resting is a way to actually uh, 
make sure that uh, we, um, you know, can have the full influence that we want to have on our relationships at work and home throughout the day. Thank you for joining us. Join us at the same place, same time next week where we are healing the world one conversation at a time. And once again, I'm Udall Leodio, your host and coach. And I want to wish you well and namaste. Thank you for listening to Cut the Crap Radio with your host, Udall Deolio. Join us next week, same place, same time, at Cut the Crap Radio.